0: Spiral, the only anime podcast officially acquitted by the ICC Fall uh, uh, 2023 (laughs) anime lineup. Yes, we are a week (laughs) week late.
1: That's not that late. That's
0: not that late. Sorry about that. You know what? We had really important shit to talk about. It just took up too much of our time. But uh, now we are in that time where every hack makes jokes about pumpkin spice lattes And that means there is new anime, and goddamn, we are both so fucking excited.
1: Oh, yeah. Are you excited? Oh, I was uh, on the edge of my seat. I couldn't wait uh, for some of these new shows. Literally. uh, That I've totally heard of and was excited to to hear about uh, before today. You are vibrating in anticipation
0: of this season, because I know some of your favorites are finally getting uh, adapted
1: uh it's true well uh we'll get to what's coming up but i did watch some anime some new anime that came out
0: (laughs) (laughs) i know you were i mean like this season's pretty stacked we'll we'll get to it and nate watched a few of them already he got the jump on me but there this is a pretty stacked season and i know like they're fine i know you were you texted me super excited you're like Hey, they're finally doing a adaptation of I'm Giving the Disgraced Noble Lady I Rescued a Crash Course in Naughtiness. You're like, they're finally doing it. Oh, my God, you are losing it. I was like, I'm really happy for you, man. I mean, who hasn't who hasn't heard of that classic? Yeah, I, I mean, it's not my thing. Uh, I get why you like it, because uh, it's all creepy and perverted. But, you know, like, I'm I'm happy when you're happy, you know,
1: <laughs> I appreciate that about you. Uh,
0: you're, yeah, you're you're a
1: real team player.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one is coming out tomorrow, so we can't get your impressions on that yet.
1: Well, hey, I know you're excited for the uh, 100 girlfriends who really, 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 really love you anime to come.
0: Yeah, out. oh, 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 ecstatic. But you know, the problem with that is. It only really picks up around like girlfriend twenty twenty two around that period, you know. Everything else is just kind of like runway, if you know what I mean. <laughs> uh, so if that show, if we get a season three, I'm really looking forward to a hundred girlfriends. Man, are are we ever gonna get to that hundredth girlfriend? I don't know. I'm dying from the suspense.
1: Uh, you read the manga though, right? Uh, how many girlfriends are they actually up to? I think we are. We are probably mid double digits now. Okay. All right, that's like
0: a pretty that's a pretty fair number of girlfriends. It's a res- it's a respectable number if it's somewhere between like 40 and 50 girlfriends. That's a fair amount of girlfriends.
1: Okay. So I, I mean, being totally honest here, the gag to me is really funny, but uh, do any of these, do any of these characters get like featured more than once a chapter?
0: You know what? Somebody told me that a guy has a hundred girlfriends. I just laughed my ass off. That was the funniest shit I ever heard. But wait, you're telling me
1: there's more? <laughs>
0: Uh, You know, the thing is... I mean, excess the... is
1: funny. That's, that, that's a joke.
0: <laughs> that is an American opinion. Uh, <laughs> I do not endorse that opinion. The thing about 100 Girlfriends, of course, is that, like, it's fun when you're in, like, the mids. Like, where we are now, like, 40 to 50 girlfriends. Because now we're like, damn, that's a lot of girlfriends. How could he possibly get more girlfriends than this? But once you get close to, like, 80, 90, uh, you know, where you can see Home Plate... Uh, you you really lose in the steam of, you know, the, the anticipation, the excitement, the romance. Because, uh, you know, you're pretty much done. <laughs> I mean, maybe they squeeze in a couple more memorable girlfriends before hitting 100. But, you know, that's the clock's ticking.
1: Maybe I'm just uncreative because at that point, I feel like uh, it's incredibly hard to make 100 unique girlfriends. There's got to be some repeats.
0: <laughs> there are not... 100 kinds of girls in the world i mean like (laughs) let's be honest (laughs) oh god okay let's talk about the shows you did watch let's stop let's
1: yeah let's stop talking about your horrible opinions on gender let's let's move uh from the future to the
0: past the recent past you watch some anime, Nate. Now that is uh, atypical
1: of you. I know. Uh, I am an anime podcast host, so normally I don't watch a lot of anime. But I felt like pulling out all the stops for this episode because, again, I was just so excited for this fall season. Uh, Losing and, shit. And to kick it off, uh, I watched one that I was looking forward to for ages. Wait, and... wait.
0: Before you get into it, let's talk. Talk, talk me through your process for. Uh, Getting into these shows because I know last season you had a whole spreadsheet. You were doing shit with rolling dice, there was uh, a pros and cons uh checklist you were working with well you know yes yes what's going uh, on this time
1: you know i tried to go for a little bit more of a naturalistic approach uh this time kind of okay, laid kinda, back yeah laid back kind of guide where my sensibilities took me um mm-hmm. and so i went to crunchyroll and sorted by new and and clicked the first four <laughs> uh, anime that only had one episode out <laughs> Look, when you're
0: out on the frontier, you take life as it comes. That's that's the rule. And sometimes it comes hard. Oh.
1: <laughs>
0: oh he has set me up. Oh Jesus. Christ. It was natural. Okay, what did you- All right, so you clicked number one on the most recent list. What was it?
1: Uh, So this is one that I'm assuming flew under your radar because it's not actually an adaptation of anything. What? Uh, It is an original anime. No manga, no light novel to back it up. So it's out there standing on its own two legs.
0: This is insane what you're telling me right now.
1: I know. uh, It's never been done before in the history of the genre. It's an unproven IP? it's yep uh they're just throwing this out there Brave. Um, i mean it is it is banking a little bit on modern sensibilities uh maybe it is uh, trend writing a little bit but uh w- we'll get there uh, <laughs> uh it was called paradox live um and so what this is about is a kind of near futuristic semi-cyberpunk setting of uh like vague 20xx japan you know
0: yeah 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 how far how far uh, along are we are there flying cars
1: there's no flying cars uh, everything is still gasoline based but the main feature is that they uh, they being the the scientists of the world discovered a <laughs> world new <scientists. laughs> a new metal uh called phantom metal.
0: Oh, hell yeah. Yeah. You know, I love fantasy metals. Fantasy metals are dope.
1: Well, uh, it is a fantasy uh, phantom metal.
0: That's so cool.
1: And what it does is it is a substance that basically uh, interacts with the body chemistry of whoever is touching it uh, and lets you produce amazing laser light shows that reflect your awesome uh, wrapping. (laughs) <laughs> that you're doing on stage at the time. Wait, what? Yeah.
0: <laughs> what?
1: Yeah, so uh, it, it is a, yeah, um, it's a substance, basically, when you interact with it, uh, it lets you form collective illusions in the minds of an audience uh, that equate to what putting on a kick-ass show. Are you telling me this is some kind of offensive hallucinogen? Uh, it's it's not quite offensive. It's more uh, supplementary to the rap battling uh, that is the main premise of the show. But it is imposed uh, on people, like, without consent. Well, it's something that only rich people get. So, yes. Yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I All right. That is a weird uh, application of a fantasy metal, but I'll take it. Mm-hmm. And how's the rapping?
1: Uh, oh, not great. <laughs> it's not good. <laughs> uh, well, there's barely any in the first episode, so I can't actually say that with conviction yet. But uh, it's not great. What they what is in there? <laughs> okay, so is the there... premise of the show is our our main group. We have an anime trio. Uh, you know, we have a, a, sh- a plucky shonen kid, a uh, stuck-up rich kid, and a girl. Hell yeah.
0: So we've got our Naru Sasukura.
1: Yes. And they form the main uh J pop group that is our our protagonist. Um Okay. Uh, they have a group called uh BAE Bay. Bay? Yep. Does that stand for something? Uh no. At least not that they revealed yet. No. Okay. Yep. Bay uh all capitals uh said like an acronym but again uh no uh, no explanation on what that might be and uh, so not only are they a j-pop group um although that's oh they best at everything
0: ah, of course of course of, of course. course it makes sense makes sense now sorry go ahead uh,
1: uh so not only are they a, a j-pop group um they're also like extremely rich they go to like a super fancy private school just for rich kids to become j-pop rap battlers
0: oh so they're fucking like they're like the kids going to like hollywood acting high school
1: basically yeah oh
0: god i hate that
1: and so uh the first episode sets up that 10 years before the uh setting of the story a famous venue along with a famous band uh just disappeared from the face of the earth overnight and when i say disappeared i mean literally like the building disappeared
0: wait their whole building disappeared
1: yeah yeah uh and then uh suddenly out of nowhere you know it reappears floating on an island stage out in tokyo bay and and lots of different uh, musical acts get sent invitations saying that they are invited to come to a all-out musical <laughs> Battle of the Bands.
0: A Battle of the Bands? Yeah. Wow. Why would any band do that?
1: <laughs> uh, because if they win the Battle of the Bands and then win a final boss battle against the... Uh, disappeared famous band uh i'm trying to remember their name but if they win then they get a hundred million billion dollars
0: they get all the money in the world that's what they've been promised yes so these these people who are already rich beyond most humans ability to comprehend decide that they're gonna go to a battle island on the off chance. Well, they
1: get personally invited.
0: Okay, they get personally invited to this battle island on the off chance that they will make even more money. Uh correct, yes. I fucking hate these people. I hate them.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's I hate uh... them and I hate this show. Well, okay, so uh one one of them, the Shonen uh kid, uh Suzaku, uh he is an orphan I want to say so uh, he wants the money so that he can become the best rap battler uh, and prove everyone wrong that (laughs) looked down on him for being an orphan I guess you know what
0: you know what makes you a really good rapper being rich that's that's what has all the best rappers that's that's where they are like once Jay-Z made that first billion that's when he really hit his stride (laughs) everybody says that
1: uh and then the the sasuke of the group hujin he is a uh he's half korean and like the uh he's a, a bastard to a a wealthy conglomerate owner and so his goal is to get the money and buy his way back into to the family and, and replace his dad as the right, head of the of the zaibatsu he's a revenge guy yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh and then the girl is just a girl. She's just girl. Yeah. Yeah, her parents are diplomats or something.
0: No agency, no no personal character motivations. Uh, I'm sure those will come later. Just girl.
1: And and so from there you kind of uh you you know you get them set up as characters and then we get a sequence of seeing all the other bands that they're going to compete against get their invitations yeah so they're a three-man group um yeah bay uh, and then there's like a, a sexy bad boy boy band that's the villain the villain group
0: <laughs> in sync
1: yeah uh it's five in syncs so 25 <laughs> guys <laughs> uh and what there's a duo act that's like two androgynous looking brothers that have some kind of mysterious past because there was a fan that encountered them outside of the stadium that seemed to recognize them, but they didn't recognize him. And then the, uh, the dark horse contender is, it turns out that their, uh, singing teacher, uh, is also entering as a duo act with, uh, with his partner.
0: Okay. Yeah. That's... I don't know. Uh, <laughs> you sound baffled. This sounds like the most boring shit I have ever heard. Oh yeah, it was
1: really boring. I didn't like it. <laughs> yeah, it sounds bad. Uh also I just wanna I just wanna throw out that for a story that is presumably about uh rap battling with the best rap battlers around the world. There were there were no black people in the cast, I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, is it specifically rap battles? Yes, yes. Oh, you should have led with that because that is the most. Oh, amazing uh, did
1: part. I? I forgot to mention. I forgot to mention that um, they don't call themselves pop stars. Their preferred term uh, within the industry is phantom rappers. <laughs> yeah. holy
0: shit man that sucks so Uh, bad because they use the the
1: phantom metal when they rap
0: oh fuck that sucks so bad (laughs) you know it's hard to be like oh i hate when they appropriate my culture or whatever because like obviously you know but uh this gives me serious like flashbacks to that fucking skate the infinity show where the whole thing is about skateboard battles and I could not stop cringing in a really painful, (laughs) awful way. You know, being skateboarding happens to be basically the only fucking cultural significance uh, I can claim from my own hometown. It's like (laughs) just seeing it warped into this disgusting form. uh, Really, I found it like viscerally upsetting.
1: Okay. All right. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me try and sell you on this one last time. Okay. Okay. You got one more line. What if I told you that it was CG animated and rotoscoped at the same time? Damn, are we talking about Bakshi? <laughs> I think Bakshi uh, uh he took some liberties with what you may or may not call rotoscoping.
0: <laughs> you so this isn't on Bakshi's level.
1: <laughs> uh no, no. Uh uh <laughs> I don't want to get into Bakshi.
0: That's my motherfucking favorite Ralph. All right i i hate that i don't want to think about can that i anymore. can i g- have
1: you give a, a quantify a quantification of your hate maybe some kind of uh arbitrary number
0: uh arbitrary number yeah i i hate it i hate it like a 50
1: yeah okay yeah that sounds about right yeah
0: yeah yeah you All can right. make up your own context if you want i but that's a lot <laughs> it takes 50 hates 50 hates 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 Eight, hates, hates. Tell me, tell me about another one. I'm, I really don't want to think even one second more. Okay, about that all right. I, w- I won't make
1: you think about that anymore. Uh, another one, uh, another one that I watched was uh, "I'm in love with the villainous." Now, I have a feeling that you are familiar Hell with yeah. this already.
0: No, but I mean, I am familiar with the villainous movement.
1: Ah, uh, okay. Now, I haven't looked into this. If I had to guess, I would say this is probably a light novel adaptation. Yes. Almost certainly. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so the premise of this one is uh, uh, this is the the looked for female isekai genre, the villainous well, genre.
0: Like we said before when we were talking about why did Rayliana
1: end up in the Duke's Mansion. Mm-hmm. Is that what it's called? I think yeah. that's what it's called. How, how did Rayliana end up in the Duke's Mansion? Yes. How... We don't know. We never found out yeah much like the
0: the you know occasionally arbitrary descriptors like shonen uh Shojo, Senin joshi or whatever mm-hmm. the the this is not a particularly well-defined space but there is a, a a dichotomy here between the isekais and the uh the villainesses i would say these are two these are two uh opposing forces uh, within the another world continuity, sort of. Yeah. So I don't always, I don't always want to. It feels weird to lump them in to uh, our our most hated and <laughs> loathed genre, isekai, <laughs> because they are they have their own rules and they are fairly distinct in a lot of different ways. And boy, do we hate it here,
1: folks. Make no mistake.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I liked. That's the thing is like, Rayliana is not like most isekais, you know, it, and it doesn't have the same awful shit that's in isekais. It has its own awful shit and it has its own stupid boring shit, but I do feel that they are dis- they are distinct products, cultural products.
1: Well, okay, so uh, this I'm in love with the villainess is uh about a uh you know, rundown haggard office worker, uh, a lady who likes to play otome games, uh, you yes. know, uh boyfriend romance games. And a,
0: a sad adult in a state of arrested development. Yes.
1: <laughs> Just like me for real. <laughs> <Gotcha>. uh, <laughs> um, and and one day she goes home to play her, her favorite Otome game. And uh, she dozes off while playing it and wakes up. And wouldn't you know it, she's the main character now.
0: Hell yeah. That's what I'm talking about.
1: And it, it's really, you know, compared to other... Um, I'm just going to call him Isekai, whether the distinction stands. But, <laughs> you know, she didn't die. She didn't get hit by a truck. She didn't get teleported. I think, like, literally we're just set up to think that she's just kind of dreaming.
0: Or having a serious mental break.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I should mention that the last thing that she sees before uh, drifting off is her, her TV screen glitching out. Great. Uh, and anyway, she wakes up uh, in class and and she's getting right off the bat. She's getting bullied by the uh, the story's bully. Oh, no. Uh, and here's the thing, though. She's into it.
0: So let me ask you this. Uh, obviously, it's called I'm in Love with the Villainess. Mm-hmm. Uh, was this office lady chick, was she gay before she got sucked into the video game? Or did the video game make
1: her gay? I mean, I don't know. I, I honestly have been trying to figure that out <laughs> they because don't, they don't. We don't get any setup. When I say that it starts with her falling in front of her TV screen, that's how it starts. That is scene one. We get no setup for this character. She is an absolute blank slate to us, the audience, other than the fact that she really likes this game and she doesn't like any of the boys. She loves the villainous.
0: She's just a wet brain... Slotted into this uh, protagonist hole.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> hole. Honestly, it's not dissimilar to uh, how uh, certain people out there are playing certain games right now. <laughs> Am I right? Am I right, folks? Am I right? Now, see, the thing
0: that really trips me up here is, uh, you know, why is this her favorite otome game when all the romantic options are men but when she Uh,
1: because she is literally attracted to the bullying like that's her thing
0: so this has this is this is nothing to do with actually her sexuality this is purely like uh, primordial uh, triggers in her brain being shot off
1: yeah well you know it's just it's it's a weirdly uh, sanitized obsession it is like someone it is literally like someone playing with their favorite doll you know right and pulling the string to get the voice line uh, and obviously she she uses her vast superior knowledge of the game to uh, be the best student in school and and do better at everything than than the villainous.
0: <laughs> does the otome game make you do homework like in persona <laughs> like how how does she succeed at school
1: uh bro Bro, uh, dating sims are like 80% homework. They are stat grinders first and foremost. Y'all are
0: sick. (laughs) That's like the most perverted shit I've ever heard. Like playing a video game that makes you do like math homework. Like I would, I would put you out of your misery if I found you doing that.
1: Oh, and I should also mention that we have the added element that this is a, a magical world setting. Magic is involved. Uh, Naturally. And, and she is the best at magic. Of course. And uh, so, so her whole plan is to uh, use her superior knowledge of the game mechanics to make the ultra competitive villainous character constantly try and compete with her so that she's constantly getting attention. Uh, it's, honestly, it's very sinister once you, once you think about it. Yeah, but, uh, like, from her perspective, they're not real people. No, no, she is... Whatever you do to them is essentially justified. Well, I was, okay, so I was thinking about that because I was wondering if, if a lot of the basis of this genre, and I'm not just, like, the villainous or isekai, but specifically the getting trapped in a video game and then having superior knowledge of the game to, you know, cheat, basically.
0: Yeah, and if you die in the game, you die in real life.
1: Well, that's a given. You know, Frankie Muniz yeah. rules. Right. Um, but I I was wondering if that recurring theme in all of these uh, kind of stems from being in the more... From, like, a more soci- like social hierarchy-based like setting because a big emphasis a class stratified society yeah yeah because a big thing is like she is able to basically bypass all of this bullying because she knows it's not real and she just talks to all of these like you know super stuck up characters like regular people right uh as opposed to uh diverting to uh, the much more uh, humble characteristics of her real-world self. <laughs> you know, an in, in, in unleashing of your true desires, letting your id take over kind yeah, of situation. Yes, sort of,
0: sort of uh, I would say, a, a commedia dell'arte situation, right? Mm-hmm. When you wear the mask... Uh, it frees you to play a persona, right? Mm-hmm. And isn't that truly the ultimate fantasy?
1: Well, it just, it made me think of, of something someone told me about working for, like, an American company in Japan, where they said yeah. uh, all of their Japanese coworkers love, like, working with the American managers, because they don't have to like talk in formalities; like they can just talk like a normal person. Yeah, uh, and it makes things like five times more productive. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's cool. And so she's basically doing that to speed run this game. To I don't know if her goal is to get this character to fall in love with her as much as it is to just get this character to pay attention to her because she likes playing with her doll
0: really dog really because the show is called i'm in love with the
1: villainess and i doubt that claim i think that she's lying to herself and the audience
0: you think there's textual evidence to suggest that she is not actually in love with the villainess and in fact this is some kind of like perverted role play that she's engaging in
1: well i mean whether or not she thinks that that's definitely what she's doing (laughs)
0: that's definitely what's happening yeah like that's not that's not in question She's definitely doing some perverted
1: role. Yeah, no, it. that's just the text of the story. That's just yeah, the yeah. plot of what's I happening.
0: Mean, I, honestly, again, you know, I don't want to, I go back to the whole dichotomy of, of another worlds, but villainous stuff tends to be that, pretty much just that (laughs) like most of the time you know like Rayliana as an example she's just into the like tacky romance part and she's like role-playing that out because that's fun to do there's you know contrived drama around a potential murder victim but most of the time it's just her being like oh this is awesome I get to do this stupid fantasy shit and they're all like eating out of my hand this is so fucking good I mean
1: wouldn't you of course I would uh, I'm only human Every, Everybody wants to go vamp a little bit It's it's human I nature I am only human, Nate I am only a ningen I am only ningen So, yeah, um, I don't know if I'm going to be going back to this one But uh, I I thought the setup was cute uh, I thought it had a funny gag
0: Sure, sure, and it is, it, despite all of that What what we just said It is still, like, 100% less repugnant than the average isekai That's true, yeah
1: uh yeah. no one was sexually assaulted uh so that's a big plus wait no one not a single one holy shit like i said this is like a weirdly
0: sanitized horny obsession okay okay i'm surprised but okay
1: like she likes right. the bullying just not in a sexual way uh-huh <laughs> now
0: that i find hard to believe okay <laughs> well let's let's move on what what's next on the docket
1: okay well th- okay this one I brought up and you uh, you started roasting me for for even watching it. Uh, I checked out the first episode of Shangri-la Frontier.
0: Yeah, of course I roasted
1: you because this is about a gamer. the despicable gamer. Listen, nobody hates gamers more than
0: us. nobody. God's lowliest creature.
1: Uh, but I I want to say that this anime also hates gamers. So it kind of balances out. Oh
0: good, good. Thank God.
1: Uh, the premise of this is that our, our protag is, uh, a dude who the, the narrator rightly describes as a freak and a loser. Cool. <laughs> and, and his hobby is, uh, and again, we are in vaguely near future, uh, not quite cyberpunk Japan, uh, VR, like immersive VR headsets have taken off as the next big console. Right. Right. Kind of technology but that's really the the extent of it there's not like uh you know we're not doing brain dives or anything like that
0: right right you know my my real old man tendencies are gonna come into their own when like people actually do start using vr for real because i'm like so not on board (laughs) i will be the guy who's like can you please just give me a fucking screen i don't want to do this vr shit Uh, Like at the bank or whatever.
1: (laughs) Uh, They call them display-based games in this world.
0: Yeah. You know, like I was at a restaurant last week and they had the QR code menus. And I was like, fuck this. Oh, God, we are old.
1: see that reaction, that right there, that is old. That's
0: what I'm saying. It's like it's coming out because I hate even that level of like
1: contrivance. Mm -hmm. It makes me mad. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, I had to learn how to use the QR reader on my phone and I did not enjoy it. Hey, my fucking phone
0: is an LG and they don't have a built in QR reader. So I would have to go out and download one just to read the menu. Download something. Yes, I would have to download something to read a fucking menu. God damn. I hate this world. I I wish I was in a video game.
1: Hold on, you need to take my diabetes medication.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Do you think only old people get diabetes? <laughs> 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 you should have said
1: Alzheimer's. Listen, I didn't mean to offend I didn't mean to offend any of the younger diabetes crowd out there. Oh, I'm getting so old. I
0: need to take my sickle cell anemia medicine.
1: <laughs> Listen,
0: I don't want to oh. get into it. <laughs>
1: yeah. What What
0: about this VR gaming asshole? What What What's the deal with this?
1: Okay, well, uh, I'm just gonna say I kind of like this. I thought that it w- it had some good jokes, at least right oh, up no. front. His oh, deal. No. Okay, so his deal is that. He likes to buy crappy games and and play them to break them, basically. Whether Define that, crappy. Uh, so uh, buggy, you know, uh, not well reviewed, low player base online games. You know, generally a crappy game that that you or I would consider if I had to give a uh, if I had to give a, an example. I don't know Final Fantasy fourteen before the overhaul. <laughs> oh yeah, Mm-hmm. yeah. So that's his deal. He likes to he likes to buy and play uh, low reviewed uh, bad games with the intent of either breaking them mechanically or or breaking them systemically by exploiting you know the level up system or whatever. sure and and his personal play style, uh, he says this uh, about him. this is a defining character trait is that he doesn't play with any equipable items besides weapons. No armor, uh, no potions, nothing. Why? Because it lets him max out agility and luck in most RPG games, is his reasoning.
0: I fucking hate gamers. I hate them so fucking much. <laughs> yeah. He's a min-maxer, he's a min-maxer. And I especially hate min-maxers.
1: And you know, to make up for this, he also usually makes the stupidest looking character model like that's his thing is he likes making stupid looking characters
0: and so okay sure uh,
1: what got me is that the opening scene is we get his his character what turns out to be the ending cutscene of a game that he just beat uh, we start off with his character shrouded in in shadow can't see him uh and then finally it reveals that he's uh naked uh, except for a luchador mask And as soon as the uh, credits in the game that he just beat start to roll, the first thing he does is a roundhouse kick the little elf girl uh, that was the the game's savior character because he hated her character so much. Okay.
0: All right. Sounds like a gamer. Sounds like gamer tendencies.
1: It was just it was a very, very well animated scene. So it caught me off guard. (laughs) <laughs> they put production value into that kick. They put budget into the kick. I gotcha. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the the actual premise of the story is that uh, his local uh, GameStop game employee recommends that uh, since he's beaten all of the crappy games that they sell... He should try playing one of the good games.
0: (laughs) Here's my suggestion for you, my dude. Uh, How about you play a good one?
1: Again, I'm a gamer, as much as I hate to admit it. Ew. I know. Uh, I don't, and I don't like playing good games. I understand where this guy is coming from. I think good games are bad.
0: Are you trying to retroactively cover your ass here, <laughs> feel like, "Actually, actually, I knew it was bad. Uh, you, you didn't need to tell me. I knew it was bad the whole time." Okay, I, actually, I I was doing it on purpose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm sweating a little bit now, uh, but anyway, he he uh, he starts up this new game called Shangri La Frontier, uh, and and he's just amazed at how good it is, um, and and that is where he basically leaves off the first episode is he's playing a good game and he likes it cool now there is a b plot there's a girl from his class that has a cr- a secret crush on him no mm-hmm. run so girl. i'm pretty sure i'm pretty sure where they're going is that he's gonna he's gonna strike up a rivalry with this giant pro player uh, that he's run into right yeah the uh, biggest badass on the server is gonna turn out to be uh, wouldn't you guess it? Uh, the girl that has a crush on him. Whenever you're playing a
0: video game and you get into some kind of guild or rivalry and grow very close to, like, a, a person online, it's always someone you know. Maybe even a family member. Uh,
1: almost certainly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Now, uh, why does he wear, a like, a bird head? Uh, so... The only thing I know about this show.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, that is, again, a result of his min-maxing because, uh, this game... Uh, starts you off with armor, but gives you the option of selling it during character creation so that he was able to max out his starting money and buy the best weapon.
0: Ah, the old stalker method.
1: Uh, And so once he was able to buy the best weapon, the only equippable piece of armor that he had money left for was the bird mask, which he decided to wear because he didn't want people in the game knowing that it was him playing naked but how would they know that that's what i was asking how would they ever find that out i'm i'm wondering if it was a translation thing and it was more like maybe he was just being polite so other players don't have to look at a uh, at a naked body with a face
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's better when there's a bird head yeah yeah the nudity is easier to swallow now I, I don't know if you've noticed this, but um, you know maybe this is uh, maybe this is just the consequences of living in a post Drizzt in society. But I notice uh, also on the poster he's dual wielding two different swords, uh, very edgy looking swords, not a pun, uh, very grim dark looking <laughs> swords. Now this is something that pops up a lot in the uh, the Manwa side of the pond, and most notably in the solo leveling Manwa that. Badasses always dual wield two swords or two daggers. That's just like what cool guy
1: badasses well, do. Well, I mean, to be fair, have you ever tried? Because it's a lot harder than it looks. you saying it's true that only super badasses could ever dual wield something? Yeah, I think only super badasses can hold uh, one thing in each hand at the same time. Do you think that's cool? Uh, I mean, objectively. Like, yeah, objectively having two swords is cool. If you were hanging out like outside of a bar
0: and you saw a guy and he was smoking two cigarettes, like (laughs) cigarettes, (laughs) cigarettes. Two cigarettes, one in each hand. He was dual wielding the cigarettes. Would that be cool?
1: Uh, no, no, that would be sad, I think. That would be more <laughs> on the sad side.
0: Wow, see, this is where we split off. I think the two swords are sad. I think the two cigarettes are fucking cool. That sounds like a cool guy to me.
1: Now, the only thing cooler than two swords t- to me, and again, I'm a 90s guy, right, Yeah, uh, yeah. is one big sword. One big, like, huge one sword. Like one big sword that's bigger than two swords. What about two big, huge swords? uh now we're getting into a little uh, ridiculous territory here that's it's a hat on a hat yeah uh yeah. you don't you don't need two hats wow uh
0: well i hate that one uh, <laughs> i'm never gonna watch it because yeah. uh, everything you said including the things you said you liked uh make me feel sick are you sure that's just not
1: the covid <laughs> oh don't you f-
0: dare jinx me don't you dare jinx me uh, i wish covid on you my friend uh, okay, what what you watched for? What's the last one?
1: Uh, last thing I checked out was uh, Ron Kamonohashi's Forbidden Deductions. Uh, now, have you heard of this one?
0: I've not only heard of this one; I have read uh, at least the first uh, two or three arcs, uh, cases of Ron Kamonohashi, deranged detective.
1: <laughs> okay, so that was uh, you brought that up. I felt that, obviously, there's a a difference in translation they went for the anime title. Um, They went with Forbidden Deductions, which I like more because I think the deranged detective kind of gives away the hook of the series, which is that Uh, He is, in fact, a detective that's deranged. Uh, He is is kind of doing a uh, (laughs) a, a Sherlock Dexter kind of thing.
0: Yeah, for the most part, his derangement is just being, like, a wacky and crazy guy. But then also, sometimes he, like, goes full Hannibal Lecter and tries to talk people into killing themselves.
1: Okay, well, does he talk them into killing themselves? Because I kind of felt that he has mind control powers, like Magic ones. Uh, in the manga, he, he tries to
0: talk people into killing themselves. Much like uh, something I like more than Ron. ID invaded about uh, v- people diving into virtual reality versions of DNA to do some like future crimes investigation shit.
1: Uh, that's some uh, minority report shit.
0: It is, it is absolutely minority report type shit. But the only people who can like mentally withstand... Uh, being in a killer's mind is another killer ah. so the guy in, in ID invaded is like on death row but his whole thing is that uh, he keeps talking his neighbors on death row into killing themselves
1: yeah okay all right so so, so a little it's bit a, of a Hannibal, a little bit of a Vince Fawn in the cell
0: yeah oh uh yeah I guess so yeah 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 it's it's in the air it's yeah. in the air
1: okay. Now did uh, you said you read the first two or three arcs. Uh, did you like this? Did you like the manga? You, I liked it up to a
0: point. Now, I don't know if I've I've talked about it a little bit, but like other than death games, uh, you know, murder mysteries are sort of uh, another pet genre of mine. since like one of my first manga I ever owned was like an old Kendaichi case files. <laughs> nice uh, manga, which is like just good shit. It's just very classic good shit. Kendaichi's a fun character. Uh, There's a new series of Kendaichi Case Files where he's like a middle-aged dude and he like works an entry-level job at a business and it's like very sad. Uh, (laughs) It's weird. Weird manga, I gotta say. I kind of respect it for taking the premise to that that logical conclusion, but kind of sad. Uh, This one more goofy than sad with just a little bit of a tinge of an edge, which I like. You know, um, the murders aren't like serial killer shit but they're like interesting enough to be like oh this is a fun detective story now where it loses me let, let me let me ask you this now do you think it's possible that uh ron Kamonohashi uh could possibly be a descendant of a famous detective
1: huh i wonder i do wonder think, if he could th- be a descendant of some kind of famous uh, detective that is popular within pop culture
0: yeah so you uh, probably get maybe 10 issues in before it is revealed that uh he is of the sherlock holmes bloodline which okay. is one of the one of the astoundingly stupidest things i have ever read in a manga and unfortunately not the first time i've read it too this happens <laughs> in a lot of detective manga is it turns out somebody's related to sherlock holmes never Columbo. You know, like always Sherlock.
1: I mean, if you're going to be related to a detective who is famous for uh, deductive reasoning and being eccentric, like, who are you going to choose?
0: Hey, mate Gray is also famous for those two things. It's just that he's a sad sack instead of a drug addict.
1: Actually, yeah. uh, How come none of these anime pro tags are ever related to Poirot?
0: Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Or Miss Marple, you know, like, Mm -hmm. what the fuck? Uh, I would buy somebody being related to anyone besides Sherlock because Sherlock is an avowed uh, anti-sexual. <laughs> it's not just that he doesn't like sex. He's like actively against
1: sex. He looks down on the sex havers.
0: <laughs> he It's not it, he's grossed out by it. But he's also like intellectually; <laughs> he considers it like below him.
1: Would you say that Sherlock is the original Volsel?
0: <laughs> I I think it's it's harder than that. I think <laughs> there's like an edge to it, but it just makes the whole thing very unlikely <laughs> to, in my mind. <laughs> and also, <laughs> uh, at the same time that they reveal that that Ron is uh, a direct blood descendant of the Sherlock lineage, uh, they also reveal out of nowhere. Uh, his Moriarty rival, who holds the the blood of the Moriarty family of and course. their their ancient secret traditions and uh, techniques. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. I see where this is going. Hard to be enthusiastic about a detective story right after that, you know?
1: See. Okay. I'm I'm just so interested to see at least in the anime because. Like, they made it very explicit that he has, like, eye gaze mind control powers. He His eyes glow <laughs> when he's talking villains into, into killing themselves.
0: I think you might be interpreting a specific aesthetic inflection as a superpower. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not sure, but I think that's what's happening here. <laughs>
1: I mean, is it different? (laughs) He goes into a fugue state when he does it.
0: Yeah, because like most of the time he's being a goofy weirdo to like downplay the fact that he's actually deranged, like actually deranged. Not just like a weirdo. He,
1: he just likes killing. I
0: think he likes taking revenge on murderers because he's one of those type of guys.
1: One of those uh, killer killer types.
0: Yes. And you know what? The uh, that reminds me of the other thing that really like hit the brakes very hard on this series for me is it's also revealed that like he grew up in a special like Sherlock Holmes child academy that teaches young Sherlock Holmes into being like great <laughs> detectives. And oh, he was okay. like the All best right. one. And he he was he was disqualified from being like an elite uh detective uh teacher or or faculty member because he was too
1: deranged. That, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, that's a that's hair too you, far. That's a that's
0: <laughs> that's where it goes in the future. So uh you could look forward to that
1: all right well i am definitely putting that below paradox live uh (laughs) phantom rappers on my watch list
0: oh boy i'm glad you went with a nice bumper crop here this was a good spread actually this is a good spread yeah
1: I, i think i chose okay with these
0: ones yeah it's fairly representative of the fall season let's take a break and then we can go over the actual uh premiere list how about that sounds good So, Nate, I'm looking at the big list, and we've got a fair amount of anime. H- at least half this list just looks to me like money on fire, which is an unfortunate thing.
1: Uh, but Are we about to uh, see the anime bubble burst finally? You know, we're.
0: I really feel like we're getting close to a couple bubbles bursting here, anime included. But they still managed to crank out, like, 40, 50 shows. Uh, This season, which is too much, too many, too many shows. That's a lot of shows for one thing. But on the other hand, check this out. uh, There's a fair amount of actually interesting things this season. Oh, Uh, couldn't couldn't say too much about last season. There wasn't that many things. Uh, Maybe next episode we can do a wrap up there because all the shows should be pretty much over. But let's go. Let's go down this list, this accursed list and uh let's get a, a sort of a brief thought and then like a, a yay or nay uh an interest or not interest uh, uh, a watch or pass how's how does that sound nate
1: uh that sounds like a simple uh, system that's how i passed college
0: <laughs> i always forget you actually managed to get out of there
1: yep <laughs> i got the paper they sent it to me yeah you
0: you got the paper in hand that's crazy to me i mean truly an incredible achievement for somebody who can't read
1: it's true uh that really speaks more to the california college system than anything
0: (laughs) yeah i mean honestly it baffles me
1: (laughs) can you believe they give out degrees in journalism
0: (laughs) it seems like one of the craziest things you've ever heard in your life but it's true
1: next thing you'll tell me you can major in communications (laughs) okay all right so
0: we did we did start a little late some of these shows have already got a couple episodes out so uh uh, I apologize for this, but this is technically the shows of fall 2023, right at the top. We've got something that's kind of interesting to me because this has been living on my to-read list for like a long time and I've never gotten around to it, but uh, Soso no Freiren, fry Freiren. It sounds bad either way. Oh, uh,
1: Beyond Journey's End
0: Beyond Journey's End Elf Girl colon Beyond Journey's End This is like This is almost In my mind this is a direct sequel To Record of Lotus War
1: Oh okay So it's heavily D&D based uh,
0: I don't know about the actual systems But you know Deedlit, Of course uh, is very Famously Deedlit And uh, the main character the The boring fantasy boy uh, do have a relationship in Record of Lotus War uh, with the with the with the old uh, Aragorn uh, and his girlfriend problem. What was <laughs> her
1: name? Uh, Arwen. Come on, man. Arwen. Aragorn and,
0: the old a- Aragorn and Arwen problem being that Deedlit uh, is going to live for like another thousand years, and uh, little human boy is going to be in the ground very soon. Yeah. Yeah. Now uh, that's depressing. Uh, which is why they didn't put that in the other sequels to <laughs> the Record of Lotus War. <laughs> uh, except for the video game. That, again, I will pimp because like that that Metroidvania Deedlet in Wonder Labyrinth game uh, is so fucking good. It was really and tight. And actually, it deals with exactly this thing, which maybe is why I'm thinking about it that way. The story of Deedlet in Adventure Labyrinth is that Deedlet... Uh, uh, has been wandering for a long time after all of her comrades are dead, you know, from the adventuring. Mm-hmm. And uh, she ends up in this, like, kind of fantasy prison thing where she is constantly taunted by the memories of her companions.
1: Dude, that's fucked up.
0: I know, it's really fucked up. It's a great game. Anyway, so this is basically Deedlet's story from that game, except she's not caught in any traps. She's outlived her companions, and now she's has to, like, reorient her life Um, To a like post post uh, adventure stage, I
1: guess. Okay.
0: And uh, her, her, you know, her, her human friends are all dead or dying now. And she has to make peace with that and like move on from the most eventful sequence of events in her entire life. Right defeating the demon lord
1: okay wow i hate her <laughs> you immediately hate her yeah uh oh another story about the lament of the immortal fuck that
0: hey it's hot right now that's a very hot uh subject matter
1: yeah it's just <laughs> like you know uh if i was immortal i think i'd get over it <laughs> that's you'd be, all i'm you'd saying be okay with it yeah you'd be
0: like I- i'm actually t- i'm taking all of this in stride i actually think watching all of my friends and family die is cool uh... it's actually cool and good
1: <laughs> I'm just saying you know uh, uh, if you have lemons uh, make lemonade <laughs> well
0: that is not my problem with uh sh- so so no fr- 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 uh, uh, <laughs> you can just use the English title dude <laughs> my 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 problem was that now I'm not against this premise right I think the premise is actually interesting and touching the problem for me is that that sounds very maudlin and sad Uh, So I kept putting it off because, like, I don't want to get, you know, I'm down for a bummer sometimes, but not all the time.
1: I mean, uh, just doesn't Fire Punch do this premise in a much more interesting way?
0: Yes, but uh, Beyond Journey's End is not about, like, a living nightmare. It's more about, like, living a regular life after, like, a big series of events in your life. It's more about, like, moving on and doing something else with your life than, like, living in literal hell. That sounds like boring adult shit. Yes, which makes its success and eventual anime kind of puzzling. Uh, But again, I haven't read it. Uh, I will watch the first episode and get back to you.
1: Well, you know, uh, uh, Gen Z is only growing more modeling by the day. Yes, truly.
0: (laughs) I see their sunken eyes as I wander the streets.
1: I I can see how it would resonate uh, when you put it that way.
0: Yeah. So, what do you think? Are you gonna watch
1: this one? Uh, yeah, I'll give it a shot. Uh, now, uh, I just looked up this one uh, a little down uh, on the list because the the title is so long, and I was trying to figure out what it says. So I put it through the translator, and it is called uh, "There is no way for you who has experience and me who has no experience to be in a relationship." <laughs> <laughs>
0: Oh yeah, I think that's the slut shaming one. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, no, I'm looking up the the synopsis. That's basically it. Uh, This is kind of like uh, one of those gal girlfriend, uh, you know, romance genre. Nerdy guy uh, gets uh, uplifted by an outgoing girl uh, who has more romantic and life experience than him yes Uh, i've said it before but it seems that japan is just discovering the manic pixie dream girl uh, or at least just really leaning into it
0: (laughs) well i would say we're seeing a a horrible horrible trend uh with uh, the obsession with body count right now and this is basically an anime about like is it okay to date a girl with high body count like that is that's the premise of the show
1: I mean, I don't know. To me, the answer is none of your goddamn business.
0: It's just like uh, if you care about that kind of shit, you're a massive fucking loser.
1: Yeah. If you care about that at all, like you shouldn't be in the relationship. Like I can already tell this kid just by looking at the at the promo cover. This kid's a piece of shit.
0: Yeah. Don't like him right off the bat. Don't like him. I don't like his haircut.
1: Don't like his shirt he's uh, he, another loser dating way above his lead
0: it's insane to be so afraid of being upstaged by a dude who's not even fucking your girl anymore that's that's what i'll say about that that's that's my final thought <laughs> on that horrible anime
1: <laughs> all right uh
0: what else caught your eye well i mean just moving moving along linearly obviously Shoe shoegaze has started you did at least attempt to watch the other reboots.
1: I Okay, so I watched the first two reboots that Adult Swim did. Uh, yeah. I guess n- the next ones coming out are uh, Coolie Alternative and Shoe Shoegaze, which yeah. I know Alternative, I think, is getting a lot of flack right now because the trailer revealed that it was going to be mostly CG uh, animated uh, in a much different style than than the uh the previous uh you know character models sure okay uh haven't watched the trailer yet but i saw some screen grabs and i don't know i don't know if i'm excited for either of these just after what i saw uh with the other two i won't linger too much on it but essentially it's like you watch fully Coolie, did we need more i don't think <laughs> the answer was yes you know
0: i would always i would almost always prefer something new to some like reheated shit but you know i i actually did hear a couple of things that piqued my interest about this new gaze one but yeah like, i know next to nothing about it so uh i might check that i want that's a might that's a maybe for me
1: well, well what'd you hear about it i just
0: heard that this is better than the previous ones okay um, and that it has more of its own identity uh so you know that that makes me more interested
1: I mean, that's kind of what I was hoping when I first heard about the uh, Adult Swim uh, producing these. Yeah, I was kind of hoping that they would do much more of a uh, I don't know what a good example is, but something where it's not a sequel or even necessarily tied in, just something an American that re- horror story. Yeah, an American horror story, exactly. yeah. yeah. Uh, something that reflects the vibe, but it doesn't have to be tied down to the original, you know, with reference.
0: Yeah, loosely hold on to the same cast, but, like, reinterpret them. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and reinterpret the story into something new. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't Which know. is, I don't know. We'll see. again, okay, when you say it like that, that's kind of what they did, except they they reinterpreted the cast into more of the same, if that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. in, I saw what they were going for, but when they went for it, they couldn't actually do anything different or exciting sure sure they were just uh running in place exactly yes so yeah uh i was not super super down on those but you know i'll i'll, I'll give these a shot uh i'll I, I i love uh i love fooly cooly i love
0: Foolie cooly loving a thing makes you want to do another thing everybody knows this
1: uh it's the highest form of manipulation yes is getting someone to like you
0: <laughs> the next one is Ragna Crimson, which is something I spent uh, a little while talking about uh, a while back. As something I had been reading, uh, I don't really like Ragna Crimson very much. I don't hate it, but uh, it has a central problem. Something that actually uh, I had talked about just the other day. But like the 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 premise in this is that like uh, a young girl is the best dragon hunter in the fantasy world. And uh, this like kind of weak ass little dude is following her around, basically being her sword caddy. Mm-hmm. But he's like totally into it because she's awesome, and he like really loves and respects her, and they have a good relationship together. And uh, they he feels like they're together, they're doing this great work. But the the second uh, some anime shenanigans go down, where he gets like super powered, he basically goes accidentally goes super saiyan one day and immediately ditches her because he's like i'm the powerful one now and the thing i liked about Ragna crimson was the relationship between those two characters and that is almost immediately dumped oh uh which drove me crazy even if the rest of the comic was interesting to me which some parts are i still have a hard time moving on from the dumping of that central relationship
1: now is this like uh is this related to that phenomenon you were talking about the other day where uh you know you'll set up a a couple uh you know an interesting relationship between two characters and then you just dump one for the other one to become a shonen protagonist
0: yes exactly or or sideline them to the point where they're just like part of the cast instead of being like a central figure yeah Uh, This happens a lot. Yes. And Ragnar Crimson is the the biggest example of this, I think, because it's so egregious. Uh, And because it's not just that he like splits off to do his own thing. He like actively moans about like how much he misses her and wants to see her and protect her for a long, long time.
1: Wow. What a loser.
0: You know, I think we're like, I don't know, 50 chapters into the manga or whatever. And he's only now finally like calming down on that front like not mentioning it all the time, but mainly because he just had his first crush. So like, (laughs) I guess, you know.
1: Well, I mean, uh, you got to grow up sometime.
0: Yeah. When you get a new girl, it's like, you know, yeah, you got other (laughs) things on your mind.
1: Uh, Anyway. Yeah. When all you anime fans get that girl.
0: Yeah. It's it's weird because also, you know, putting that stuff aside, there is sort of a weird thing where a lot of Ragna Crimson is like, what if One Punch Man wasn't like a joke, I guess?
1: Well, isn't that I mean that's kind of what stuff like uh, Mashle, uh is about. Mashley? Mashley. Mashal. good it, old Mashle. It's a valid pronunciation. Mashell. Mashell. <laughs> uh
0: no, I mean, well except like Mashley is just a gag comic. Well I, It's I, all I, jokes okay so if one
1: punch man wasn't a joke isn't that the premise of my hero though
0: uh no because like deku he needs he's he is very strong but like he 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 fights people seriously right like he gets his ass beat all the time in ragna crimson ragna our main character Mm -hmm. uh through again anime shenanigans inherits immediately inherits like Uh, an entire lifetime's worth of sword and magic training just kind of downloads into his brain. Whoa. And within a couple minutes uh, of this happening, he becomes the most powerful actor in the entire world. Like, it cannot be touched. Uh, Okay. And so he sets out on his journey, and whenever he has to fight, he just immediately annihilates everything in his path. Like One Punch Man. Like Sure. He swings his sword and like a, a a bad guy who's been hyped up as like the most apocalyptic creature uh, incinerates or turns into dust or or explodes uh, or splatters like a water balloon. It's that kind of thing.
1: All right. I mean, I like yeah. I like explosions.
0: Yeah, I I don't know. It's it's a very mixed bag. <laughs> uh, I don't know what the anime would do for me when the when the manga kind of turned me off. So I, I think that one's a pass for me.
1: All right, well, what else we got here? Uh, well, going wait, back wait, to what about you?
0: What about you? What do you think? What do you think about Ragna? Uh,
1: oh, oh, is it a pass? Uh, yeah, that's a pass for me. Uh, that's a pass for you. Yeah, I again, Shonen uh, is real hard to sell me on. Uh, <laughs> overall, I think. Yeah. Yeah yeah i'm literally i'm looking at the picture it looks like uh you know it's like the west world i don't see anything here meme uh. <laughs> yeah i think if you took
0: the text off this like promotional image that they have it would just look like black clover to most people unfortunately
1: uh which is also a pass
0: yeah i very much do not like black clover but uh
1: anyway that's not on the list not on the list so
0: the next couple are what we talked about already. Shangri-La, which is a uh, pass for me because Dirty Gamers, and <laughs> uh, Ron Kamanahashi, uh, which is also a pass for me because I fell off the manga pretty hard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The next one that's kind of interesting on this list uh, is MF Ghost, which is, of course, uh, the spiritual successor of Initial D. Uh, and uh, I never read the manga because, you know, no offense Uh, I really like initial D and I'm not against bad uh, art styles, but it is like one of the ugliest things. (laughs) It's like the
1: ugliest comic you've ever seen. Now, are we talking about, you're talking about initial D? Uh,
0: I'm talking about MF ghost, but initial D too, kind of, because they, you know, it's the same author.
1: Oh, is it the same author? It's an actual follow-up. Yes. Spirit
0: is an actual spiritual sequel. This one's set in the future, but it's still just, car
1: drivings uh yeah no uh that's a pass for me <laughs> that one's hard
0: for me because i do really like initial d but i i do not think i'm gonna get into the mf ghost
1: uh, i don't like initial d uh i know it's a classic i know people love it but i just don't give a shit about cars and i and i think that guy's art style is really ugly
0: <laughs> yeah
1: I can't read. Do you think they let me drive?
0: Uh, Yeah. How would you be able to tell what uh, the red and the green mean? Exactly. If you can never look it up in a book. (laughs) Okay, so I'm in love with the villainous. We talked about this. I think that's going to be a pass for me. After that, we have Shy. Something I talked about pretty recently, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, you did. And this was actually this just eked out uh getting on my watch list for today it was the next one lined up well there you go
0: yeah so that's already a, a watch for you then. yeah
1: that's already a go for me this is the one about uh superheroes some kind of event happens there's a world war people get superpowers and and our our protagonist uh superhero super heroine is a super strong girl who is just very shy. Yeah. That's her biggest weakness is that uh, she has uh, uh, social anxiety.
0: Well, sort of, yeah. I mean, the way it's framed is more like uh, every country in the world has like their own representative superhero and she is Japan's representative and she's really embarrassed about that because like she doesn't think she's very good at it, right? Uh-huh. And that's the central conflict. She has to wrestle with her feelings of inadequacy while also carrying out uh, her beliefs about justice. That's that's the central. Did conflict. you ever?
1: Did you ever read a comic called um, Empowered? Uh, no. It's a very similar in premise, um, other than the fact that it's like a straight up boner comedy, <laughs> where the main joke is that the the main heroine's costume. Like makes her super strong, but it's constantly, you know, getting ripped in revealing ways. Oh, you like Witchblade? Yeah, like Witchblade, but like, you know, uh, like a, like a spoof on Witchblade. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, that reminded the way you described Shy reminded me of of that comic.
0: Well, luckily Shy is like not a boner comedy. They play it very straight and sincere. Though I will say, they almost immediately uh introduce our main character to the Russian representative. Her only main character traits are that she's overbearing, has a very strong accent, and is always drunk. <laughs> so uh, cool, cool guys. Uh, I, so
1: she—that's she's basically the same character as the the Russian girl from uh, that workout anime that I was watching.
0: I guess so. Yeah, they have a very specific idea of Russians, and nothing can shake that. <laughs> so that kind of tells you what you need to know about the the particular complexity of the narrative in Shy i've liked shy but like in the way that is a passive like and that i did not hate it i'm not sure i'm gonna keep reading it i maybe you'll watch episode one because i'm curious about uh studio eight bit but otherwise i i don't know what do you think
1: uh well it's already a go for me
0: <laughs> oh right yeah yes all right so blah 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 let's move on we've got various isekais don't read any of those because i do want to play isekai roulette again at some point skip over those skip over those there's a new tokyo revengers i'm not even going to talk about it because i hate tokyo revengers so much uh new uma musume i know you're watching that oh baby right on that i gotta
1: make that scratch back
0: yeah you know what's weird is that their horse ears Look a lot more like cat or fox ears than horse ears. Yeah. What's up with that? Well, you know. Is this a cow? Is this a cow situation? (laughs) you need to use cow ears because horse ears don't look like horse ears?
1: No, no. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, uh, horse girls don't look like horse girls on screen. (laughs) You got to paint a cow (laughs) girl.
0: You got to use a fox
1: girl. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I know you're very excited for that one, but let's move on here. There's one called Kami erabi God.app, um, which I'm only interested in because it's a death game, and I don't even need to explain why. Uh, I'd be into that. It looks sort of on the deathmatch side of death games, sort of like uh, a Mirai Nikki, uh, a Future Diary yeah, um, yeah. kind of spinoff thing. That's what it seems like to me. And uh, despite Future Diary being... Let's to be nice. Uh, let's call it messy. Uh, I still liked it quite a lot. Uh, so you know, if this can pull off the same thing, I'm I'd be pretty stoked. What do you think about this wish-based death game premise?
1: Well, you know, uh, I feel like I haven't really uh, touched my toes into a lot of death games beyond battle royale yet. So uh, in 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 the spirit of improving myself and expanding my horizons, I'll give that a watch.
0: Yeah, I mean, just to
1: see where I'm coming from. <laughs> I need to get inside the mind of the madman.
0: Yeah, exactly. You know, this is maybe not the one I would start with, but uh, <laughs> it's not a, you know, it's from the description, it seems pretty bog standard death game stuff, and I'm down. So uh, at least one episode for me. Uh, Put me down for one episode.
1: All right. We're both down for one episode. Okay. Let's see
0: what else we've got. Oh, well, I
1: know that you're super excited for, uh, uh, what was that one about the the girlfriends and the girlfriends? Girlfriend, girlfriend? Girlfriend? girlfriend girlfriend you mean that that manga that you read all of <laughs> listen we're not talking about me right now <laughs> i all i know is that you've been non-stop yammering in the discord about how excited you are to finally have two more girlfriends
0: yeah 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 you know i really feel like polycules are like just so dominant in the cultural space right now it's just something that we should be examining from all angles in our fiction and, uh, you know, girlfriend, girlfriend, baby is not the most, uh, p- positive, uh, representation of a modern polycule. It's, uh, you know, I, I, I appreciate having it in the mix. Do we, uh, do we? Uh, no, I fucking hate girlfriend, girlfriend. <laughs> that shit sucks so fucking bad. <laughs> so you're going to watch it. Oh God. I, unfortunately the saddest thing is I can't say no. I might. I actually might. I don't know. <laughs> Here's one. This is great. This one's called Under Ninja. This is about a school shooter type <laughs> who accidentally lucks into a job being an international assassin. But check this shit out. It's not just a regular international assassin agency. This is a, this is a joint venture international anti-terrorism assassination agency built by the U.S. right after World War II. Of course, and uh, worldwide ninjas are trained through the, uh, the allied forces, Japan based anti-terrorist assassin. This
1: sounds like a, this sounds like a metal gear prequel.
0: Yeah. It's, it's one of the most insane. This is something we've talked about every once in a while, but like, What's great about anime is its complete obliviousness to its own political ramifications. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Anime constantly comes out and is, is, poses the most juvenile fucking thought experience uh, that you would have, like, stoned in your freshman year at college kind of thing, <laughs> but treats them treats them without, like, any intellectual curiosity at all. So we're constantly getting anime that's, like, hey, what if, like, all the countries in the world were cute anime girls and they all had to hang out? Uh, <laughs> and you're like, oh. Um, okay,
1: hold, hold yeah, on. Some
0: of those cute anime girls are currently invading the other ones. Okay,
1: hold on. But, bro, bro, <laughs> bro, what if, bro, what if instead of the Olympics, we had robot fights?
0: Man, that sounds dope as hell. I wonder if there's any political ramifications to that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, and not. what okay, what if what if instead of having wars, we just did the Olympics every year? Bro, check this shit out, right? Check this
0: shit out. What if you like took a, a a an ethnic group of people and instead of like killing them all, you like put them in like a big prison for so long that they like they like forget that they're in prison? Isn't that like fucking crazy, dude? Isn't that like the craziest shit you've ever heard?
1: That's a uh what that's that's attack on titan <laughs> that's escape from new york
0: no they very much know that they're in prison <laughs> in Escape from new york they do know they're in prison in fact that's pretty much the only thing they ever talk about uh anyway so it, under ninja has a, a hilariously complicated and uh politically inconvenient premise that i thought was very funny now if it's self-aware that might actually be a cool show uh i doubt it though i doubt it so i think i that might be an episode one for me but uh, that's a real iffy episode one
1: uh you know what uh it uh reminded me of of my my lord and savior kojima-sama so i'm gonna give it a watch in in honor of him koji pro yeah
0: all right that's disgusting what's next <laughs> Um. Uh. You know, it's really funny. Just uh, on on seeing these lists in particular, just all laid out for you. It's uh. it is very humbling. Uh, to put it lightly, the actual spread you can really see the demography at work when you see the entire spread of anime, where it's like ninety nine percent of this is like stupid fucking like sexy power fantasies for teenagers. And then you see like one show that's like maybe for adults and it's called some shit. Like my new boss is goofy. (laughs) And it's just like, man, I don't want to be like, just stuck in this like rut where we're just watching various levels of complex children's shows. And the only alternative is some bullshit about office workers having a goofy day at lunch or whatever. Like, it really bums me out that these are our two options.
1: I understand the sentiment, but do you understand, like, the format of the stuff we review? <laughs> we review now? <laughs> well, talk about. Uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm just saying, uh, I'm not sure what you're expecting from from anime.
0: I'm just saying, usually I could put that thought on the back burner, but when you lay it all out in front of me, it, it does make me a little sad. Okay, anyway, moving on, we've got... What else? I mean Spy Family season two is obviously a lock. I don't even need to talk about it. Oh,
1: absolutely. How I'm literally like I'm literally on the edge of my seat. I cannot wait for more spy family. Yeah.
0: I love Spy Family. Uh I love that the theme on this website lists it as child care. That's the <laughs> child care genre of anime.
1: Oh, okay. Uh, Hold on. I'm gonna <laughs> click that link and see what else it brings up
0: you want to see what else yeah uh, um, <laughs> wolf children obviously yeah. uh yeah. beelzebub yes mm-hmm.
1: barakamon uh, yeah
0: yeah yeah uh probably that one about the yakuza dad tokyo godfathers that's that makes sense
1: yeah okay um
0: somali and the forest spirit i like that one actually mm-hmm. that buddy Daddies. that's that spy family ripoff yep uh, do I recognize any of these other ones? Kotara Lives Alone is not child care. That's the opposite of child care. That child cares for itself.
1: Yeah, that's on. I, I am familiar with that. That's a incredibly depressing premise it's to really me. It's really dark. Like, that's a, literally a child that, that everyone is just cool with letting him live on his own.
0: Yeah, I, I watched a couple episodes of that. I, I didn't get to the part that explains why he doesn't have parents.
1: Is he a forever child? Like, like, man,
0: I don't know. Is this a Benjamin Button type situation? It's intriguing, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Kind of makes you want to watch more of the show. Um, Anyway, uh, besides Spy Family, let's move on here. The Kingdoms of Ruin. This is actually on my to talk about list. You'll notice.
1: Really? Uh,
0: This just got an anime as well, and it's coming out October 7th. This is the kind of edgy grim, dark fantasy sci-fi sci-fantasy series it is about a world where humanity is genociding all the witches in the world
1: oh no not the witches yeah yeah and
0: one of the witches has a human uh companion Ugh. and the human companion and the witch are caught the witch is killed in a, a truly fucking unnecessarily gruesome public spectacle Uh, the apprentice swears revenge many years later he begins genociding humans in revenge that's that's the plot pretty much summed up
1: so straightforward
0: yeah it's 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 very much edgy grimdark shit and
1: why why is this on the list
0: uh just because i had read it and then you know this is getting its anime and the thing is i don't even like hate it that much there are touches in it that i i kind of like i i wonder if it it matures and outgrows the edgy bullshit but just you know just throwing it out there in case you're interested it does at the beginning it front loads a lot of edgy bullshit so you know take that as you will
1: all right uh, i'm gonna pass on that you you have no stomach for edgy bullshit it's true. Uh, as I as I grow on in years, as my hair grays, and as the the leaves begin to fall off the trees, uh, I find that I can only handle uh, maybe fifty to sixty gallons of of edgy bullshit, uh, as opposed to the vast quantities I consumed when I was younger, a a child.
0: Yeah, it's just at some point you've seen it all, you know. <laughs> Nothing's truly shocking. It's just tedious.
1: You know, uh, at a certain point, uh, I actually want to be surprised by feeling a positive emotion for once.
0: Uh, I wish you luck, but uh, I don't like your chances. Anyway, <laughs> so the next one on the list is 100 Girlfriends, which we briefly discussed already. Uh, <laughs> that's getting I mean, its, own it's anime.
1: <laughs> it's objectively a better <laughs> premise than Girlfriend, Girlfriend. It like.
0: is. It is. I like it more than Girlfriend, Girlfriend. Uh, I, I think the first few issues, so probably like the first three or four episodes are the strongest it's, it ever is and probably ever will be. So I'm definitely going to watch the first couple episodes.
1: I will check it out. I will check it out just because, uh, I, I want to compare it to, uh, my, my favorite manga of all time, girlfriend, girlfriend.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll definitely, (laughs) we'll definitely be talking about that one. Okay. (laughs) Next up. This is one that's interesting because I actually had just read some of this. This one's called Stardust Telepath. Now this is essentially about the Tune-In disease,
1: like straight up. Okay, so we got a depressed little kid who has a superiority complex. Well, in this one, she it's a girl
0: and girls aren't allowed to have superiority complexes because they must be demure. Mm-hmm, Society mm-hmm. demands it. Uh, this girl is so demure that it is actually affecting her life she cannot bring herself to talk to people she really really wants to she wants to make friends she wants to do small chat and all this shit but she just can't do it she's like locked in her head about it you know you know when you have too many thoughts and you just can't get words
1: out i can't read
0: <laughs> you could think though right <laughs> well maybe not i don't know uh, do you have an inner monologue <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cue the uh, the Nico Robin cat gif.
0: Yeah, this girl has a very strong uh, inner monologue. It's going all the time. And her sincerest wish is that maybe somewhere out in the stars, there's some kind of alien life form that's telepathic. Because then you don't even have to talk. It would just
1: read your mind, right? Wouldn't that be convenient? Uh, no, that would be horrifying to me. Talking is a much more efficient. <laughs> it gives you a little bit of a buffer, right? yeah. Yeah, you don't you don't want to give someone full access. <laughs> I I also feel like the buffer is
0: good, but this girl is uh, she does not have that concern. So when uh, a a cute girl transfers into her class one day, uh, she gets her hopes up that maybe this girl's an alien. And when the girl comes over and uh, basically like uh, kisses her on the forehead. Uh, they communicate telepathically
1: okay all right i hate this i hate this girl <laughs> uh, she th- this is uh she is a shinji ikari uh that is exactly like the whole instrumentality uh oh wouldn't it be great if we never had to communicate <laughs> like uh w- with intention if people could do all the emotional labor for me yeah Yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly. I hate that. And I hate her. Yeah, (laughs) it's cute, but probably more on the like sickly sweet side of cute. Saccharin, they call it. Saccharin. Exactly. Yes. Uh, The maraschino cherry Uh of manga premises. Uh, I might watch the first episode because I did actually like a lot of the art in it. And I thought, you know, as saccharin sweet as it is, it's not an offensive premise. Uh but we'll see.
1: Yeah, pass for me. Pass for you. Mhm. Uh
0: all right. I mean, that's pretty much the list. We've got Dead Mount Death Play season 2.
1: Yeah, we've got some season 2s on here. Um Dr. Stone New World season 2. Uh,
0: New World Part 2, excuse me. That's obviously a different thing from a season 2.
1: Uh, obviously, we are both looking forward to uh, Rise of the Shield Hero Season 3.
0: Oh, yeah. I can't we... wait to hear more explanations about why slavery is <laughs> not that big of a deal.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, You'd think they'd let the
0: topic go, but they just keep bringing it up. He that, The dude just keeps talking about it. He can't shut up about it. He's, like, really invested in this slavery thing. <laughs> uh, yeah, and the final thing on the list here is is they're doing a series of, like, toilet-bound Hanako-kun, uh, shorts. Kun? San? It doesn't sound like she's toilet-bound anymore, though. It's called after-school Hanako-kun. Uh, it's a he. Sexist. uh, Hanako-kun actually isn't locked into the bathroom. Hanako actually can go anywhere on the school grounds, okay? Ah. Duh. It's like you don't even know Hanako Kun at all. It's kind of embarrassing,
1: dude. I, I'm very embarrassed right now.
0: In this series of shorts, uh, for a lot
1: of reasons, we, <laughs>
0: uh, we get a we get a brief look at what Hanako and Nene do uh, when uh, they're not hunting ghosts. That's it. Uh, all right, passed. <laughs> uh the thing is i really like hanukkah san i i think like the series has been really strong and only gets stronger as it goes on and i don't know the manga uh has an incredibly good art style like truly unique and weird and interesting um and some of that actually got reflected in the manga that uh the manga that the anime that came out a little while ago uh Which I was really surprised, like they actually went for it, N- not all these anime try to adapt the actual art style itself mm-hmm. uh, so that's always kind of a nice treat so I'm already invested in Hanukkah i don't know if I'll watch the shorts, but but it is it is something I actually like, so that brings us pretty much to the end everything else looks like complete fucking garbage or is an isekai
1: come on you're not excited for uh i'm giving the disgraced noble lady i rescued a crash course in being bad
0: (laughs) uh no i mean that is obviously uh, an incredibly compelling uh premise and who knows that's the thing is i'm not i'm not locked into anything there's always i always throw in a surprise when i'm watching a new season you always got to throw in a wild card always
1: you can need the wild card you need the element of danger to make it exciting
0: yeah exactly you know what i might i might pick up uh yuzuki san chino yonkyo Yonkyu <laughs> maybe i'll throw <laughs> one you, of those tell, tell me there. what
1: you just said what do those words mean
0: <laughs> yuzuki san chino Yonkyu Something about having uh, three brothers. It's just called three brothers. <laughs> it's just three. It's just three brothers. No, they're four, there's four of them. Wow, that's amazing.
1: Uh, this is my brother Daryl. This is my other brother oh, Daryl. Other
0: brother Daryl. I was just listening to Bloodhound Gang the other day. <laughs> uh, I don't want to get into that any further. So uh, let's wrap it up. That's that's our fall season uh, sampler plate. I think we're all pretty excited. This does seem like a good season. Uh, better than the last one, even though obviously last one had some heavy hitters.
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. But uh, well, uh, always forward, ever onward.
0: Always forward, ever onward. Uh,
1: we must churn through, and uh,
0: maybe in the next couple episodes we can talk about like what we actually did watch from last season, because I would love to talk about Helk and uh, Dark Gathering and and Jitsu,
1: obviously. Oh, gotta get that Jujitsu in there. Well, yeah, hot. I
0: would like to. Yeah, I would like to actually talk about what I thought was interesting about that stuff. A Gene of AI was a big one that I didn't think was going to be good, but it actually turned out to be pretty good.
1: Yeah, you were talking about that in relation to our recent playthroughs of the, the Cyberpunk DLC too, so that does sound interesting.
0: Yeah, there is some weird Cyberpunk overlap. Uh, there's some stuff to compare there, which is kind of fun. Maybe we'll get into that. Yeah, we do. We, is that it? Fuck. Uh, we also got to talk about some more of these live-action anime adaptations. Of course, we're still working through that. We'll probably have something next episode. I've got a couple more I'm actually excited about, so that we'll see how that goes. Anything else on the docket? You still gotta watch Motherfucker or just lagging behind on these these uh, fate series. You really gotta catch up? Ah, I keep hoping
1: you forget about it because I hate that
0: shit. No, I'm never gonna forget about it. I demand you do that. <laughs> I demand it of you.
1: All right, all right. the the deal is I watch it or. Uh, you do get uh, several of my appendages. So (laughs) I've got to cut my tongue off in in repentance. I want
0: the tongue. I want the toes. (laughs) Yeah, so, well, that was anime. Uh, We did anime. Another
1: week of anime. We're still here. Another week
0: of anime. We're doing anime. We talked about a lot of anime this time. There's a lot of uh, diversity there. We love diversifying our portfolio of anime.
1: You got to diversify.
0: Yeah, and with that, I think that's your anime for the week. We did a bunch of anime for you. What more do
1: you want? Take this knowledge and go out into the world, dear listener.
0: Yes, we've burdened you with knowledge. And now, for another week, may you enjoy anime. Bye. Bye. Fucking anime.